0: call yourself a maker? You smell
1: like and corn chips. Drop and give me 45 minutes. This is not your grandparents' tinker toys. This is a creator's collective, Private. Listen up, and don't give me that face. Herber Rat, Wright, and Walker are about to demonstrate the proper way to create. And if you have questions, you had better be in the live chat. Otherwise, I'm gonna plant my boots so far up your honey that your mother is going to be crying. Now, listen up, you jelly-faced cow pies. And we're back for another exciting week with the Creators Collective. I hope you guys have been liking these intros. We're uh, working on one or two other special ones. And if you have any ideas of something you'd like to hear, I'd love to hear that as well. If you'd like to join us in the live chat, we do uh, go live every every, uh, Thursday on uh, the YouTube channel, Creators Collective. And you can join in the chat. And that's where we generally pull most of our questions from. Um, But if you have any particular question you'd like us to answer, feel free to message one of us and uh, we will get into that so uh let's dive in
0: uh let's see zach what do you have going on this week well uh <laughs> finally like i've been it's been like a sweatshop like i've been cranking out all these like leather handbags and leather goods this month i think it's just because christmas time so the past two weeks i've just been going like non-stop like till 12 1 in the morning and uh finally yesterday i get everything shipped out i go to the post office get it mailed out i come home and i'm like all right I finally get to like relax and and enjoy a night and uh, spend some time with my wife, sit down on the couch, get up, go to the bathroom and my bathroom's flooded. So (laughs) it turns out one of the the joints like in the copper pipe uh, in the wall, like just split separated. So I had to rip out like, I don't know, probably four square feet of wall from the other room to access all the, the the plumbing. And uh, there's, there's some of it. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty handy, but there's some of it that I just—I'm just gonna. I mean, I—I I got it all exposed. I got all the bad sections taken out, but I'm just gonna pay somebody to come and and uh, put it all together and guarantee it because I don't want to—I don't want to do it myself, patch up the wall, and then three months down the road. Oh have come it. on! Where's your manliness? <laughs> it's at this point. Are you I a just, maker or what? I just, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I did—I did what I could, but apparently somebody is telling me that. uh, like uh silver soldering vertically is kind of tricky and I, I could, I'm sure I could probably figure it out, but at this point I just want to, I just want to be done. Like I'm ready for the holidays. I just want, I want some time to myself. Yeah. I want, I want a day where I don't have any work to do. I feel like I haven't had a day off in like two, three weeks. So yeah, you and um, your sweatshop. It's, it's crazy. I can't believe, um, when are you going to hire a bunch of grandmas to do your sewing for you? Man, I, it's Yeah. It's, it's, uh, seriously, it's, it's, it's incredible. I think I've probably made, I think I've probably made about 10 to 15 like different bags in the past week and a half or so. No, And they're, they're pretty involved. So did you make um, bags it's, it's or did you make bags? Uh, bags, <laughs> bags, <laughs> I guess, I, I guess it would, I would spell it B E G. It's just another, another pronunciation issue. I wonder what most do most people say bag. Uh, I think that's the general bag is. That would be like the the probably the most like phonetic way to pronounce that word, but like pillow and anybody who listens to our podcast knows that I don't speak phonetically. (laughs) I just make up my own vowel sounds. Killerful podcast, yeah. Killerful, yeah.
2: One of my best friends is from the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, Uh and that's what he says: the youp, it begs, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I, apparently I have like a Michigan dialect, <laughs> or like or like Pennsylvania or something. Somebody said that John Malecki speaks like yeah, I I like
1: uh, Western Pennsylvania. That's a, it's because I mean, I've I, huh. I if I've grown up any one particular place, Northern Michigan is where I spent most of my time. I mean, I've lived there longer than any other one place. Um, but I, I do also have a lot of the southern in me cuz i lived in alabama georgia for a little while and then in pennsylvania for a while and so i i i can easily fall into any one of those dialects very quickly
0: but uh, yeah yeah that's a that's an interesting one being in florida <laughs> yeah Well, florida's florida's an interesting place i mean everybody has like a everybody here is from like new jersey or new york yeah. or or their natives
2: so. so what about you will what you got going on Oh, man. Um, so I finished the uh, shaker medicine cabinet, but I, I don't know if I can really call it shaker because it's in the traditional sense of shaker, uh, any kind of decoration or ornate features on a cabinet was considered against God. So they went really, really simple with everything. Um, and in this build, it's a shaker style door or shaker style doors, um, but I paid a lot of attention to material selection. I used curly cherry for the back panel and the, and the, and the door panels and the quarter sawn cherry for the styles and rails of the door and box jointed uh, carcass sides. And But I can't really call it a uh, mission style because I'm not using quarter sawn white oak. So it's kind of a hybrid. Um, Finished the video for that. Uh, that's going to go up on tools Today. Toolstoday.com's cool. uh, YouTube channel. I finished a cubby cabinet uh, that I made for my wife for Christmas. I finished a live edge mulberry uh, rose head nail necklace organizer for my mom. I've turned about five bowls for gifts. And yeah, and I woke up with a stomach bug, so <laughs> I'm not feeling tops right now.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm fighting the, the same um, problems that you are with, you know, do you call it shaker? Because I'm going to, I'm about to start building a, a shaker style in table, but I'm really going to be putting a lot of my flair into it yeah. and having the, the show tails um, on the front and then doing through tenons and uh, draw bore. Um, and so it'll be a very mission style in the shape of a shaker cabinet.
0: Uh, so I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of... Could you, could you just loosely call it arts and crafts?
2: Uh, kind of. Yeah,
0: I guess you could. Except for the,
1: uh, it will be out of White Oak. I mean, that's, you know, there you go.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I struggled with that on the video, on the narration of the video (laughs) because I didn't want everybody to jump on me, you know, saying, oh, that's not Mission, that's not Shaker. You know, the Shakers would never have used that joint or they would have never used Curly anything. Yeah. Yeah, so I I haven't decided what I'll call it yet, but uh, I'm sure i will run into the
1: same
0: issue. But, yeah, so what do you what do you guys have planned for the next couple of weeks? Any exciting builds or anything?
1: Just jumping into that, that furniture build finally. I mean, I've had a lot of people asking me, why are you just doing yeah. the shop working? It's like I'm trying to get the shop up and running so that I can actually efficiently build things. Um, so I'm hoping to do the, the shaker tab cabinet and then hopefully uh, middle January to February start working on the dining room table. So that'll be fun to do a really big, massive slab build. So we'll see how that goes. What about yeah. you?
2: Yeah.
0: Um, uh, yeah it's it's it, it's uh, for me it's kind of I feel like I finally have kind of a clean slate because I wrapped up a lot of a lot of builds after um, fabtech and then uh, just been doing like the production stuff with the stuff for my store but I, I have a lot of big stuff on the agenda you want to hear something really exciting um, I just got an email from the PR manager for Holley, uh, oh, yeah, automotive. yeah. any gearheads out there'll will, will be familiar with Holly. And I guess they're also, I don't know all the lineage, but they're, they're, uh, you know, somehow under the same umbrella as like MSD and Hooker Headers and all these really cool automotive companies. Uh, but uh, they want to work with me on my truck channel. So um, I have some really big plans for that. I'm really hoping to have some time in the next month or two to, to get some more truck videos out. And um, working with some of those companies is really exciting because um, <laughs> it's, it's just a, a great opportunity for me to get some free product for that thing. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited to get back to work on the truck. And uh, let's see what else is going on. Well, I'm excited to cool. have running water again, hopefully by the end of the day. <laughs> um, yes. Are it, you taking showers at your neighbor's house yet? Uh, my wife did this morning. Um, yeah, it's weird. I mean, we filled up as many like containers of water as possible. And it's like camping without any of the perks of camping you're just stuck in your own house frustrated i mean if i was in the woods and i expected you know if that's one thing but you know it's it's different when you're just trapped in your own house in the habit of like no matter how how uh in the forefront of your brain it is like you still can't help but like try and habitually use water to do things yeah what
2: about you will what you got going on uh, I've got two live edge vanity builds, uh, coming up that should Ooh. be pretty exciting. Um, one of them, I've got total creative control on it, um, which is always fun. They just like my work. And so they said, you know, like, yeah, we wanted to make it, you know, totally your style. We have a similar aesthetic go wild. Um, I get, you know, I get species selection. I get to pick the slab. I get to pretty much do it however I want. Um, and then the other one, I'm a little hesitant on because they've got their own slabs um, that I guess there's sentimental value <laughs> to these slabs. And they're oh. pretty crazily checked. Like It's not like a check that I can just put a bow tie in. It's like a void. Uh, and I'm trying to talk them into letting me bring in some other material. But they really want to use this cherry slab that's basically fill. almost two slabs. I mean, it's going to take like a gallon of epoxy, Yeah. but, uh, that, and, uh, what else? I'm um, getting ready to start on a really cool collaboration that I can't really talk about. Um, because there's actual deadlines that we're supposed to post about it, but I just got some really crazy figured, uh, Babinga Ooh. in my shop. Yeah. And so it's, uh, I, it, I guess it's called lacewing figure or something like that. Well, uh, let's
1: jump into uh, uh, a couple questions, because this is probably going to be a shorter one.
0: Um, so This is definitely going to be a shorter one, because I have a, a plumber yeah. probably coming in the next sometime, <laughs> in the near future.
1: Uh, let's see. Uh, from last time we had uh, um, Miles K., I recently cut down two ash trees on my property and saving a good chunk of each. Uh, they've been sitting in the yard for a few months now. <clears throat> and I'm wondering, what is the best way of drying and storing these? Um, is it best to slab them up and then stack them with spacers, or should I just leave the logs? I am I guess doing it in log form would take much longer, but I'm just not sure what is best. Definitely want to slab up one of them. Zach, or William, do you have any... William, you have uh, experience drying, don't you?
2: I do, yeah. Um, so... First off is seal the end grain. Um, Some people like to use latex paint. Some people like to use a product called anchor seal Uh, um, and seal the end grain because that's where a lot of the checks are going to emanate from.
1: Yeah. If you're, if you're comparing the difference between having them whole or slabbing them up, definitely slab them up because if you leave them whole, um, they are eventually going to be checking all throughout the log. And then when you go to slab them up, you're going to have cracks running through every one of your slabs. Whereas if you slab them up um, and then dry them, uh, then you will have less cracking in them because there's less forces on every piece. Um, At absolute minimum, I would say, you know, cut the log in half. Um, That will uh, remove the most amount of tension um, if you cut it right down the pith line. Um, And each of those sides can then expand and contract. But you know, if I had my druthers slab it all up, you're going to get much flatter, easier to work with planks. But uh, definitely, as William was saying, um, anchor seal, or if, if nothing else, at least like a, like a latex paint, and a couple of layers of that, because you want to seal up the ends. Um, what happens is all the water will evaporate from the ends because you have all the pores open. And if it dries too quickly on the ends, uh, then you get checks that work their way into the board, where if you can seal off the ends so that the water only evaporates from the faces, uh, then it dries evenly and you don't have cracks because everything is shrinking at the same speed. You have anything else you want to add?
2: Drying on a level surface. So make sure mm-hmm. your first stickers or your first um, blocks that you put the first slab up on are level to each other. Um, because that tw- any kind of twist will be uh, carried over into that slab as it starts drying. And uh, And I just air dry mine. I put the metal sheeting uh, that you can get at the hardware store over it and just let air constantly flow through. Um, But yeah. And then wait two years. (laughs) Well, what do you say we move on to the next question?
0: Uh, Well, I I actually had something else kind of exciting happen. So if you guys have been keeping up on my Instagram, I got uh, a nice Nova galaxy lathe a couple weeks ago, about a Uh week and a half ago and uh, in the drill press, but I had no, um, no tools to turn anything, so I just seriously, I had a I've had a block of wood like chucked up <laughs> in the lathe for a week and a half, just Basically like turn waiting, it it turn. waiting for waiting for a tool to do something to it with. And uh, well, uh, about seven o'clock last night, UPS dropped by my um, some of the tools I got from uh, Easy Woodworking and uh, just some carbide stuff, and I turned my first thing yesterday. I had no idea what I was doing. I was just kind of. Uh, playing with the, the three different around. tools and I made something that ended up looking like kind of like a big Bishop a <laughs> chess piece. Um, but yeah, it's really, people said it's a rabbit hole and I can totally get that. I mean, I, I know that the learning curve isn't the same on like the carbide tools and that's kind of why I got it. Cause I just, at this point, like I just want to familiarize myself with like speeds and just the general basics of turning. I'm not looking to, you know, uh, spend a long time trying to figure out how to yeah. do things. So I think, uh, you know, down the road I might eventually get into like the high speed steel stuff, but it's pretty cool that I could literally go from nothing to turning something and, you know, by watching like one or two videos that are really short. And, um, yeah, I could totally see it being yeah. becoming addicting cause it's just, it's crazy how fast things happen. Like it's just so, so instantaneous compared to, you know, building stuff. So, but cool. it was fun. So that was, that's, that's new and exciting for me.
1: We want to hit one more question. We had one from the, uh, the chat and it's from, uh, moonshine metalworks. Um, I've been forging ax heads recently and wanted to make handles using a combination of draw knife, spoke shave and get the shape. Um, I'm not experienced with them and wondering if you had any tips. The, the hardest thing with a draw knife or spoke shave, at least hardest for me is not going too far because there's so much fun. Um, it just, running into them. If you have a a, a, a shave horse, it makes things a lot easier because it's, it's designed for doing that. Um, but if you don't have a shave horse, then just put it in a vise and work on it just like that. As long as the, the vice is well and attached and the bench isn't going to move, it actually works fairly well. Um, and, uh, Basically, if you're if you're working on the eye and, and putting the, the handle into the head and fitting it, you want to do it slowly. Um, you don't want to make the shape what it should be and then see if it fits. Um, you want to make it fat and then slowly work your way down the head so it slowly slides in. And every time you fit it back in and pull the handle out, you'll see areas where the steel has rubbed off on the wood. Um, and those are the areas you want to remove and bring down so it slides in a little further. Um, if the steel does not rub on the wood don't touch that area of the wood. That means that area is, is fine. You don't need to take off anything more there. Um, and that's really one of the more common things is, is people taking off too much where it shouldn't be taken off. And then as to shaping the handle, um, you know, just have fun. Uh, there are a lot of people out there very specific about what way you have to shape a handle and how it should fit. And, you know, do you put the foot on it and all that type of thing. Um, but, you know, a handle is a handle. If it fits your hand and you like the way it works, then fantastic. Um, Experiment, and have some fun, especially with your first couple ones. Um, if you don't like it, then you make a new handle. They really don't take that long. Once you've made uh, a couple of them, they they only take you know ten fifteen minutes to whip out a handle, and uh, you're done. It's a it's a very simple simple thing to make.
2: And speaking of ash, I think ash would be a great uh, material for making an axe handle. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. I've, I've done one with ash before and this is like really early on. This is like one of my first things I did. I found an old ax head and, um, and, uh, got a big chunk of ash and a draw knife and did at very best, a mediocre job. <laughs> I still yeah. have it. Like it's, it's so big. Like I could yes. probably actually make it nice, but like, I don't know if everybody does that, but I'm, it was, this was like one of the first things I did. So it seriously, it's like, holding the almost like halfway up a baseball bat it is just so it's i'm like well i don't want it to break so i guess i'll just make it really big so exactly. the opposite problem is my my first one was shaved down so thin that you i can, I can run my fingers all the way around back to my palm hmm. yeah it's uh i didn't know what i was doing yeah. but it was a good learning experience that's where yeah. i learned like that was the first thing i ever used a draw knife for and i'm like okay you have to pay really close attention to which way the grain is running when you're using this thing yeah so you'll be you'll be going along and catch it, and then you'll have to like take off a quarter inch of the handle to to get out the uh, you know, the chips. The the draw knife
1: is great for getting the rough shape and what you want, but then the spoke shave is what you you detail it down with. And uh, especially with the with a sole and a spoke shave, you can still work against the grain, um, and uh, you, you you can do it. It's just not as not as much fun. But uh, let's jump into the joke of the week. I think we've had this one before, oh, but nice. I couldn't remember. Jeff Grum sent in. uh, Did you hear about the guy at the sawmill who uh, cut off half of his body? Uh, Don't worry. He's all right now. (laughs) Nice.
2: (laughs) Uh, Excellent. (laughs) So, uh, what are you reading, Will? Uh, I'm not reading anything, but I've been uh, following uh, Mike Peckovich, who is the art director of Fine Woodworking. He's got an incredible Instagram feed. He works a lot in uh, mission style, arts and crafts style, Mm -hmm. Um, and I've just been—he's really inspiring, and he's a fantastic woodworker. Like his his pieces are flawless. Um, Him, and I just found uh, a channel, Sean Boyd, uh, who I think he's got about four thousand subscribers right now, but he works a lot in plywood and design, uh, very modern designs, which isn't necessarily my, uh, my cup of tea, my bag, but his, uh, the way that he builds things, um, are just really, really well done, uh, and really interesting to see how he, uh, the joinery that he uses for some of these projects. So, uh, I'm going to dive in and kind of binge watch all of his stuff.
1: Well, I've been, uh, uh the channel I've watched for a long time is, uh, today I found out. And uh, do either of you watch Today I Found Out? Uh-uh. Not familiar with that. Um, they put up a video most every day, and it's some fact, or uh, they talk about someone in history or some cool thing that happened. They recently put up one of the luckiest man um, to li- alive who miraculously survived a crash, won the lottery, and then when reenacting winning the lottery for the TV station, won the lottery again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's, that's the, the um, guy's
0: like the opposite of me this week.
1: <laughs> yes, uh, but they have you know something on there almost every day, and it's a fantastic channel and definitely definitely worth watching. And I, I watch most every single thing they put out.
0: Huh. So, yeah. Oh, what about okay. you, Zach? Um, well, I, I've been so busy uh, cranking <laughs> yes. out products and ripping holes in my the wall of my house and that sort of thing that I haven't had much time. I'm still reading. Um, Uh, that Simon Sinek book, uh, same one as last week. It's Mm -hmm. called uh, start with why, and it's kind of a, kind of a marketing branding book, but it's really, really good. I mean, it kind of goes into the, the, um, psychology of, of marketing and, and that sort of thing and, and why some companies are, uh, almost build like a religion around them, you know? So it's, it's, it's a pretty interesting read. I wish I had more time to read more of it, <laughs> yeah. but uh, maybe, maybe soon. So, well, you have a favorite tool of the week. Um, you know what? I'm just, I haven't uh, done much other than uh easy wood tools. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go with the easy wood tools this week. Well, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to go with two. Cause that uh, I've, I've been putting a lot of time on my sewing machine and uh, it's that big industrial sewing machine from uh Sailrite. It's called the Sailrite Fabricator. And uh, it's, I wouldn't be able to crank out the amount of work that I'm doing without that. So that and just the little five minutes of exposure I had
2: yesterday with the, the Easy Wood tools. So yeah. I'll have two this week. Cool. Will, what you got? Uh, probably because they're my most used tools this week are my Stanley Sweetheart chisels. Um, I've been cutting lots of bow ties in or butterflies or Dutchman, whatever you want to call them, uh, in that yeah. mulberry, which is... Really, really, super fun to work with. I don't know if you guys have ever worked with mulberry or not, but um
1: yeah, I've got several slides it's
2: here. yeah, it's harder than white oak and softer than Osage orange, but it it just chisels really really well um mm-hmm. that and my work. uh and my uh big bowl scraper that I just started playing with um for the lathe and that's like a game changer the what? Uh, it's a bowl scraper. It's a big, uh, like, left Bowl handed... scraper. Sorry. Yeah. I um, heard a bowl creeper. Bowl creeper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, really, really cool turning tool that I hadn't used before.
1: Yeah. Well, I've got the, the French cleat wall. Um, I, I know it's not strictly a tool, um, but I, I've been loving making the storage racks, and I have two more storage items I need to make, and hopefully those will be the next two videos, Saturday and uh, Tuesday. Uh, but I'm almost done with the tool wall and storage, so uh, yeah, um, I love the French cleat. Just being able to quickly and easily hang things up, and if I ever need to move it to somewhere else, I can quickly hang them back up. And uh, I, I, yeah, I like them. It's a it's a cool system, and it works very well. So I think that's about it for this week. Um, I do want to say a huge thank you to our patrons on Patreon. You guys um, really help us out and uh, give us the the ability to do these podcasts every week. Uh, particularly, I want to say a huge thank you to uh, um, Make, Build, Modify, Master of None, and Debbie Brook. That's about it for this week. Uh, if you want to join us next week, we're going to be live on uh, YouTube, and you can join the live chat, have your questions answered, and we're looking forward to talking to you next time. And ne- next week will be our last one, right? of the next one we're we're probably going to do a year in review as opposed to uh answering questions but uh, we'll talk about it and see what we want to do
0: yeah that's i'm i'm looking forward to that this has been um i i I don't know if you guys saw the christmas video i put out my last video of the year uh but yeah this has been the best year of my life i mean it's it it's it's gone so much better than i had high hopes and i exceeded them it's been it's been incredible. It's such a good community, and I, I'm 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 actually really excited to uh, to do next week's recording because I say <laughs> like always.
1: I'm looking forward to it.
0: Cool. Well, that's about it for this week. So until next time, see you around. Take care, guys. See you guys.
1: Thanks again for listening to the Creators Collective. We publish weekly on Thursdays in iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. You can follow us on social media pages everywhere at Creators Collective. We're also live streaming every week on Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Just look up the YouTube channel to join in on the fun of the live chat and get your questions answered live. And until next time, keep on creating.